Good afternoon to all of my loyal listeners. This is Dana, and thank you for tuning in to Hype Beauty Hair, Skin, and Fitness Podcast. Today's episode, I will discuss how to promote fitness and wellness from an educator and fitness entrepreneur point of view with Ms. Janice Carter as my special guest, who is an extraordinary educator, health, wellness, fitness, and instructor. Ms. Carter is a Washingtonian raised in Forestville, Maryland. She has a bachelor's in special education and a master's in educational technology. Ms. Carter is pursuing another master's in educational leadership degree in addition to becoming a national board certified teacher. Growing up in Maryland, she enjoyed dancing and athletics. She studied ballet, tap, jazz, modern, and point, with tapping being her favorite and earned many awards and trophies. Ms. Carter's daughter is a competitive cheerleader and currently a cheerleader at Florida A&M University. Ms. Carter has continued this passion of dancing through Zumba and became an instructor. Unfortunately, the pandemic put a pause to her Zumba classes, and this has not allowed her to continue once things return to normal, but she still does Zumba at home and she has continued her active lifestyle. Ms. Carter workout at the gym, lifting weights and using other equipment such as the Roar Elliptical and Stair Stepper. She also take kickboxing, will begin Pilates soon and love walking her energetic Husky bow. Good afternoon, Ms. Carter. Thank you for being a special guest on my show. I know as a track and field hall of famer, fitness and wellness coach, I was highly motivated by my professional fitness coaches. Could you explain to my listeners what inspired and motivated you to become a Zumba instructor? Good afternoon, Ms. Johnson, and thank you so much for having me. First, I just want to congratulate you on your um, Hall of Fame status. I'm so proud of you. Um, Congratulations again, ma'am. Thank you. All right. So as As you stated, um, I had a love for dance at a very young age. I was truly inspired by my my teachers, my instructors, and uh, my mom. My mom played a big part um, in my dancing career. They were truly awesome, dynamic, and very diverse instructors. And it's, it's good to learn from different people from different backgrounds, uh, different cultures. And that's what we try to show our students as well, that, you know, you want to learn from different people, all ages, um, different genres, different backgrounds, different gender. Um, So that really inspired me. They were, again, awesome instructors. I learned a lot from them, not only dance, but in my personal life as well, because I lost my mom at a young age, I was 12. So they continued to encourage me and motivate me to keep going um, with dance, with school and in life. So I appreciate my um, dance instructors. They, they are who inspired me to continue dance and while, while I continue to do Zumba as well. They had a passion, I had a passion. Wow. And this passion, has it um, trickled down and also been passed to your daughter as well? Well, that's funny you asked that. So I knew when she became of age, I'm going to put her in dance classes 
And she's going to go farther than I did because I danced up until 12th grade. I didn't pursue it in, in college. Um, and to be honest, the passion that I have for it, it started to dim a, started to dim a bit when my mom passed. I still love dancing, but to see her face after a competition or after the recitals, um, that was real special to me. I didn't have that once uh, she passed. My brothers were always there. I mean, they were rooting me on before the song started, before the curtains opened. They were yelling and clapping and screaming for me, as well as my dad and stepdad, but it was nothing like that special feeling or that special moment I had with my mom. So I knew I was going to put Nia in dance when she became of age. So at three years old, at the same dance studio, um, matter of fact, it was Cindy King Dance Studio that I I trained at in Forestville, and then Miss Cindy moved her studio to Upper Marlboro, where it became Artistic Dance Academy. So um, put Nia Sandra up for classes. Miss Johnson, her first recital, she's looking around, she's waving, she's saying, hey, daddy. I said, okay, she's young. <laughs> she just don't quite have a hang of it. Yeah, she's still, she's learning, she got to get her groove. I put her in dance another year. Same thing. I said, my child does not have the same passion for dance that I had. But at the time, I also had her try out for a competitive team. One of my friends put her daughter in and she says, oh, my daughter loves it. I said, let me try her with cheer. And that's all she wrote. She has been cheering since she was five years old competitively. She is a different person on that mat. So I would say my passion somewhat trickled down to her. I did some cheerleading in high school. I did some cheerleading uh, recreationally, um, but she has surpassed my ability because she tumbles well. She's a, a flyer and she's an awesome performer on the mat and at um, FAMU now. Um, she's been doing a great job with sideline cheer and um, they competed. They were third place at the national competition, the collegiate competition in uh, last April. They were third place. And um, I was really proud of them. I was really proud of her, especially being an HBCU. Okay, that's great. Now, now, with all of that being said, how did you establish your Zumba classes? Well, um. <laughs> Great question because the same dance studio I attended that I put Nia in is where I held um, a lot of my Zumba classes. So not only did I have the parents there from the um, dance studio, but because I was also a cheer mom, a lot of cheer moms would attend my class as well. So it was a party. We had a, a good time. Um, they're very comical. They were a very comical group. Um, so it was, it was great to work out with, with energetic people, um, people that have pushed you to be a good instructor. And I was at a place that was familiar for myself. Um, so not only did I do classes at the studio, but then I, I also started classes at my school as well, um, for the staff there, just to get people more motivated to get them moving, to have a good time 
through a love of music and a love of dance. The clientele were the cheer moms, um, the parents from the dance studio. Um, and anytime we had a, a somebody walking in, of course, we made them feel extra special because of course you want them to come, you want them to come back. So yeah, my clientele was very familiar with me as well as some, we had some, like I said, some new clients that would come in new to the studio or new to the area um, just to take, you know, a fun Zumba class. Mm-hmm. I, I originally started, first I started at the, when I got my certification, I started just trying it out with a few staff members. They enjoyed it. They pushed me. So that's how my classes came about. Okay. How do you balance your career and your fitness and Zumba classes? Wow, that's that's been that's been a challenge. Um, especially with going back to school, with working a lot, uh, with my daughter in college, but I do find time to work out. It's not as much as I used to. I used to be a workout queen. I mean, I would work out seven days a week with like, you know, a Sunday being maybe just yoga, something mindful to relax myself, um, to get my week started. But now it's a little more, more difficult. Um, I try to at least do three to four times a week now. Again, it's not as much as I used to. I do get out a lot. Um, I love walking, especially walking my dog. He is full of energy. I mean, full of energy. Um, He's a husky, so they just want to run. They want to play. So we walk a lot almost every day, except for when it's it's, it's raining. Um, And then I move a lot at work, too. I'm not a a sit-at-your-desk type of teacher. I got to walk, get my small groups. I'm walking around, making sure they are where they, you know, where they, where they're supposed to be. Um, I'm assisting other teachers. Um, I'm walking the building a lot. So I do try to move a lot at work. And like I said, um, we're at least three to four times a week. And with my Apple watch, I know how much I'm moving and how much I'm not moving. So I try to do, I try to close my rings as well. So Balancing um, fitness and career and Zumba, which I do a lot at, um, I do Zumba at home now instead of the the classes. Um, again, I still enjoy dancing, so I still want to get my Zumba in. So it's it's been a challenge, but it's doable and it and it can be done. Now, have you ever did vi- um, virtual Zumba with your clients? I, I definitely thought about that <laughs> during the pandemic. I had a friend. Um, who did that virtually? I just never, uh, I never, I guess, took the the steps to go ahead and do it. I just continued to do it myself at home. And I knew that once we got back that I probably would at least do it for the, the staff again, but we haven't got that back up and running yet. It's really, and you probably can attest to this, it's difficult to work out in the mask. Especially I have asthma, so it's hard to work out in the mask, especially doing, you know, um, where my playlist, it'll flow right through. You know, I have some up-tempo, you know, even faster to a slow tempo, but it's difficult to work out in a, in a mask. But hopefully I can get them motivated, motivate myself again to start uh, teaching Zumba again. 
You know, that would be great to have, you know, in, uh, in order to help, you know, achieve other people weight loss, fitness goals. And if Absolutely. you could, yes, and if you could offer one bit of advice to up and coming wellness, fitness and entrepreneurs, what would it be and why? Some advice. Um, I would say starting is going to be half the battle. Just do it. Start with something you love. Now, do your research. Um, like I said, I was a dancer for a long time. So Zumba, be, it was very natural for me. Um, that style of Zumba where it's... Uh, salsa and rumba I had some some idea already about the types of dance and the style that was all was all in Zumba but I also knew I had to make it more relatable by throwing some you know hip-hop in there or some pop or even some you know go-go some old school depending on you have to make it relevant you gotta you gotta start and do something you love. So that would be my advice. Start, research it, research it, start and, and do it because you love it. Okay. That's great. And any particular age group that you were um, targeting? Not, uh, not targeting specifically, but like I said, they were teachers and they were cheer moms. So um, these ladies were, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. I even have an older friend. She's in her 60s. She took a couple of classes. Um, so not a particular age group. Anybody can can get up and move. And everything can be modified. If I'm jumping, you don't have to jump. Just step. Just keep moving and stay hydrated. Take a moment, catch your breath, drink some water, and get back to it. What about for um, males? Are males... The, you know, oh yeah, males are definitely now. I've never had a male in my class. When I when I have taken Zumba classes myself, um, as a matter of fact, when I was taking a class, his name, the instructor was Will. So I've taken a males class before, and there have been males in classes that I've taken, but I haven't experienced that myself. But yeah, the more the merrier. Men know how to move too. Mm -hmm. That's great. I was just wondering. And children too? So Zumba does have a children's version. Um, and excuse me, I can't think of the name of it at, at the moment. But when I would take my class with Will, Nia also had a children's class. Um, matter of fact, her and her cousin would take the, the children's class. And they wouldn't do as, you know, as much as we did. I think their class was pretty much, you know, just keeping them moving and active and they may learn one song and the steps to one song, but yeah, it's for, it's for Zumba has really evolved. They have different, they have different types. So if you're thinking about becoming a, a Zumba instructor, um, they have different certification uh, levels and areas. Yes. I know. I thoroughly enjoyed Zumba, especially when I was taking it at my school as well. And I love the rumba and the different yes. salsa yes. and the different music genres. It was so, I mean, fascinating listening to different cultures and dancing and moving. And that's, and that brings me to that point of where I said, 
I was inspired by my dance instructors because they were all different, all from different backgrounds and different cultures. So that also helped with my love for dance, listening to different genres of music. My playlist range, it has a wide range of, of music. When I'm going on road trips, you should hear my playlist. It may be, <laughs> it may be from rap to gospel to some rock and roll to a little bit of country, back to R&B. So Zumba is exactly like that. You have different genres and they, they all have a awesome beat. It gives you, gets you in a vibe, gets you moving. So anybody, again, looking to certify in Zumba, I say go for it. Just research it and do it. Stay tuned. I will be right back following these commercial messages. Hello, Shaw Bear Nation. This is Lawrence Smith, president of the Shaw Bears Booster Club. As we plan to help Shaw University go to the next level, we are calling for your support and participation. Whether you're a recent graduate or a longtime alumnus, we need your youth, energy, ideas, and influence to help us grow and do great things. Don't forget to go to our online store and pick up your latest Shaw Bear Nation gear go to www.shawbearsnation.com. Let's get ready for the new generation of Shaw Bear Nation. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Hi, welcome back. This is Dana, and thank you for tuning into Hype Beauty Hair, Skin, and Fitness Podcast. Ms. Carter, may you elaborate after the pandemic? How have you assisted others when maintaining a healthy lifestyle change and keeping fit? Well, yeah, after the, well, during the pandemic, you know, everything was shut down. You couldn't go to the gym, but that's why the pandemic didn't stop me. I have lots of equipment at home. And I also, my daughter and I would get out and walk outside, getting fresh air, um, especially being cooped up. You can't go anywhere during a pandemic. We walked a lot during the, the pandemic. And like I said, I have a lot of um, workout equipment at home. I have a treadmill, I have weights, I have 
jump rope. I had hula hoop. So after the pandemic, things started opening back up. I went back to Planet Fitness with some precautions because then again, you know, you're still kind of, you're skeptical at first, you know, making sure that's, that's an area or a place in a space where a lot of people uh, visit and sweat and, and germs. So just being very mindful of um, sanitizing, you know, before I work out after washing my hands when I um, when I leave I had to keep that in mind once I went back to the to the gym and then I also um, began kickboxing so it's a place in um, Waldorf I love kickboxing shout out to them I, I love um, that place it is it a lot of energy um, great music um, awesome workout so kickboxing has really um, taking my fitness to another another level that I'm working out <laughs> as far as I didn't know I could have or that I have. So um, kickboxing was an, another thing I began after the pandemic. And then I, I started a ring challenge at work. You know, a lot of us have an Apple Watch. So I started a ring challenge. Let's, let's make a a pack to close our rings and we use an app called challenges so you can see what place you're in you can see how often the person is moving um did they close their rings so we're, we're trying to make it very competitive but also trying to encourage and motivate people to move again because the pandemic everything was shut down people weren't moving you're eating you're snacking you're not as active so just trying to get back to some normalcy um, and getting fit and being fit also helps you uh, emotionally, your social, emotional, and your well-being. Great. I need to try that um, app as well. So I will be reaching out to you, getting more information about that. Yes, and I have you- quite a few apps, quite a few apps that I use at home. And you can have no equipment. You can have some little to no equipment. Um, so it's really no ex- no excuse. You just gotta again have the battle. It's just starting. Just start. Well, and you're absolutely right, and that's what I always encourage my um, listeners to start. Always, never say that you're gonna put things off. Just start it slowly. Just start, and then people are. I think people take for granted until something unfortunate happens. Somebody close to you, or um, somebody you know has passed away, you know, heart attack or um, diabetes, especially in the black community, we have to take those things seriously. So you, you got to move, you got to eat well. And you're absolutely right, Ms. Carter. And when you offer any types of wellness and fitness service or Zoom classes to new and existing clientele? So I don't have any new classes. Um, Again, the pandemic totally shut me down, um, and I haven't found a new location. The, the dance studio is not um, up and running anymore, uh, so I would have to find a new location or see if I can find a, a, a gym where I can have some space to teach them. So I ha- don't have any new classes um, at the moment, but I'm definitely thinking about bringing it back to the school. 
um, for my teacher friends and, and staff there. Again, we're doing a ring challenge, so that will really help people to, to close their rings and, and stay active. All right. And do you have any last minute wellness and fitness tips for my listeners who could benefit from your fitness service? Fitness tips. Um, again, just, just start. Once you start, keep moving. And what's important about that is you gotta, you gotta eat right. Once you start eat right, drink plenty of water. And when I mean eat right, I mean like increasing your protein, and your and your veggies. Um, try not to eat out so much that you know processed food is is not healthy. Of course, very fattening, a lot of sodium. Um, so eat right, drink your water, or maybe even have a fitness journal. At at one time, I was tracking my goals, um, and having a workout buddy also help. So when I was tracking my goals, my aunt and I were doing it at the same time. We would hold each other accountable. Like, what did you eat today? Or how many calories do you have left? Or are you going to work out today? Are you going to walk today? Because um, my aunt is not big on working out, but she does walk and she does what she loves water walking. So um, <clears throat> moving, eating right and drinking a lot of water, keep a fitness journal where you have an accountability partner. So that would be some some tips that I would give to your listeners. Funny thing you mentioned that, Ms. Carter. I just did a segment on that of keeping track of a fitness journal, which I just started this new year. Yeah, so I and I use the app to keep track of my my um my fitness goals. So what I'm eating, how much water I'm drinking, what what exercises and how many minutes, how many calories. Um so um, when I when I do that, plus on top of the ring challenge um, that I'm a part of, that 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 holds it, that keeps me accountable. Mm-hmm. It's really it's some good stuff out here. It's just all up to the individual where they had it and how much they want from you know these apps that's being offered to them. Absolutely, and if you're not if you're not sure where to start you know a gym will get give you a consultation or I even at one time had a a personal trainer and that's when I was extremely active I didn't need one but that was another way for me to think about okay what other muscles can I tone up um that I'm not I'm not thinking of or I'm not privy to so having a personal trainer let me shout out a D&D fitness um his name is Lewis and he's he's still doing it um, and I think his Instagram is also D&D Fitness. So having a personal trainer and one of my um, other friends, uh, Mike Brown, he's also a personal, personal trainer. So it, if you're not sure, contact somebody, get in touch with somebody, a professional um, that can help you. This good stuff. Thank you so much, Ms. Carter, for being my guest on Hype Beauty Hair, Skin, and Fitness Podcast. I would like to invite you back on my podcast show in the near future with your wellness, fitness, and Zuma updates. Thank you for listening to Hype Beauty, Skin, and Fitness Podcast. Don't forget to tune in every Saturday at 1 p.m. as I discuss new and important topics, updates, and useful tips for the winter, along with having special guest on my podcast show. 
Thank you, Ms. Cotter, again. Thank you so much for having me.